Hi everyone, my name is Vidya. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Fitbots. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Goal Getters podcast. This is where we get to speak to those super achievers who have sponsored and championed OKRs for their company. Now, every organization in the world wants to succeed, but at its heart are the people who actually make it happen. Understanding your people is key to creating that amazing company culture and in turn becoming the employer of choice. This is where Workbuzz makes it happen. They call themselves HR's secret weapon. And to speak to us today, we are ecstatic to host Melissa Foster, customer success and experience director, Workbuzz. Mel, as she's fondly called, is an experienced consultant in engagement and communications with a demonstrated history of working across a variety of sectors and regions. Mel, a very warm welcome to this podcast. Thank you, Vijay. Great to be here. It's, it's absolutely wonderful to have you here as well, Mel. And could you tell us a little more about your backstory? Because I don't think I've done enough of a justice to your <laughs> introduction. <laughs> oh, no, not at all. That was great. Thank you. Um, so at the moment, I am currently with Workbuzz, leading our customer success and experience teams. Um, But really, for me, it's been quite a long journey to get here. So my background is primarily in internal communications for the likes of of corporates like HSBC and Countrywide PLC, which were a property services group in the UK. But then when I exited those businesses, what I did was start up my own consultancy in internal comms and employee engagement. And that's when I uh, stumbled across, or he found me on LinkedIn, our CEO and founder, Steve Frost. And at that point, he asked me to come and work for a business called Smith & Henderson Consulting on Employee Engagement, which was great. And I started doing with them. But over the years, so I've been with this business um, over six years now, so quite a long time for, for me to stay anywhere. Um, but what we've done is go through a huge amount of change we rebranded to work buzz and instead of doing a traditional employee engagement consultancy that smith and henderson was moved to a platform first mentality which enabled more real-time employee listening. Since then, really, the journey with WorkBuzz has just been phenomenal. We've grown from strength to strength and really had to transform our business. So where I have landed now is in with responsibility for the customer success and, and experience and ensuring that all our clients are delighted with how we work with them. Oh, what a phenomenal story. Thanks, Mel, for sharing that. And great to know about the work that WorkBuzz is doing especially as you transitioned from a consultancy to a product-led approach. You know, on that note, uh, to all our listeners, they would love to know a lot more about WorkBuzz, your mission and your product. So could you share a little more about that? Yeah, sure. So WorkBuzz, exactly as you said, we are HR secret weapon. And what we are is an employee engagement platform that enables you to listen to employees, gather their feedback from all employees um, globally, no matter where they work or how they work. And ultimately, by gathering that feedback and using the insights from our platform, you're able to improve the employee experience. Our mission is quite simple. It's about helping organizations create cultures where every voice matters and every person can be their best. Um, And that ultimately translates into our purpose, where we are trying to achieve the goal of helping to improve the working lives of a million people. So amazing noble and something that I think every work buzzer, um, as we call our employees, absolutely gears against. <laughs> Thank you. That sounds like so much of fun. You know, Mel, I love the word that you actually used. Every voice matters. 
and every yeah. voice counts so that's that's absolutely fantastic and you know if i just want need to zoom into that uh, you know what you just said we'd love to hear a little more about you know how do you really see that pan out in a hybrid workplace where you you can't really meet each other like how we used to and some teams are remote some are working co-located so tell us more about what are some trends that you're seeing out there yeah i think for me there's been a big trend over you know the global pandemic really made a shift and need to adapt to hybrid working in a much faster pace than i think was ever anticipated for business transformation but what that really brought to the forefront in terms of employee needs was a need to connect and communicate better with our employees and where workbus fits into that is the employee listening side so it's quite easy if you're a team of let's say five to ten people to be able to still connect when you're hybrid still have zoom calls where everyone's involved but when you need the thoughts and opinions of all your employees it becomes harder and, and that's where we use surveys and tools and mechanisms to listen on mass and bring in the employee voice understand their opinions sometimes even crowdsource ideas about ways that you need to pivot as a business or things you could be doing and that ultimately enables employees to stay connected with you and feel engaged so for me it's about remembering that you've got to revisit your communications channels but also enhance that um, ability for people when they are hybrid to give you feedback and connect back in and, and feel heard what we've seen in terms of trends with our clients and some of the data coming out over the last couple of years there's been huge rise on the impact of leadership so there's an old business motto about line managers making the difference and people assuming that people stay or leave organizations because of their line managers which we're finding is, is less actually the case nowadays people are looking more for leadership to connect those top echelons of leadership to be present and available transparent and the skills and qualities that traditionally we've been able to get by on with leadership so that kind of autocratic top down i tell you what to do culture just will not survive in this modern world and it's something that i think a lot of employers are having to adapt to at this point in time i think a secondary point as well that we are seeing as a big topic right now are people's well-being at the forefront of their minds i think it's something that we've reprioritized across covid but also at the moment across the globe we're facing recessions we're facing a lot of um, cost of living crises where employees are looking for more support from their employers and the best employers want to improve their employee experience trying to do more to support all aspects of well-being to enable their employees to want to stay with them and and feel connected you know both these are really powerful what you just shared and i absolutely agree with you because one is in terms of the support lent especially in times like these and the important element of leadership that you brought on and leadership mm-hmm. can actually be across the organization even somebody in let's say in their early career or mid career can also be great leaders not necessarily coming only from the top so great great points here uh, well thank you for sharing those the hybrid way of work as we've seen it you know also calls out or crying out loud for accountability so and that's where you know frameworks like okrs also step in but there was a point of time that you decided as a team as a company that you want to bring in Okay, Ar. So tell us a little more about what was that conversation like? Yeah, absolutely. So um our CEO and founder Steve Frost is very passionate about learning and seeing what has worked really well in other SaaS organizations and and what's the best practice that we were missing in terms of how we operate and drive ourselves forward as a business. And one book that I think he came across probably um not last year but 
towards the end of 2021 was Measure What Matters. Yeah. Um, so that book, I think, was on everybody's to read list over that December and January 2022. Our CEO really wanted us to all understand the principles at a senior management level and then decide how we were going to drive that forward. And I think we all could see the possibilities it would enable us. And especially as we were beginning to scale at that point in time, the importance of having a, you know, a single way of being able to measure and see how you all influence each other's progress on those kind of objectives and key results that we want to achieve. Lovely. I really like that book as well. And uh, you wouldn't believe how many, you know, companies we've gone to, they actually start with uh, the reading of the Measure What Matters books. I completely agree with you. It's a, it's a great start to rolling out OKRs. You know, from there, you actually made a good point about, you know, teams and the importance of really understanding the principles. So tell us what it was before you rolled out OKRs. And once you spoke about OKRs, what was it like for teams who are actually on the receiving end to start adopting OKRs? I think for us, it was, there was a bit of skepticism at first, as usual. So I think it's a piece around, are they just like KPIs like we've used before? We used to have quarterly goals and that dropped off. So how are we going to use this in a different way? and keep it alive and I think what was quite helpful though is that people could see that as we were scaling we were starting to become a bit more siloed in how we operated so they could see a bigger benefit of being more connected and being versed in the organizational OKRs and those of of our top level departments so I think what was helpful is, is people saw benefit of it and I think from coming from a small organisation where you're one in 10 people, when all of a sudden you're growing quite quickly, it can feel like you get a bit lost. So it's all to be able to ensure that collaboration is happening and that people are cognizant of other things that are happening across other departments. You know, well said, and uh, I completely agree with you, and especially on that question around KPIs to OKRs, you know, how are they different? And is it going to be measured and managed differently? These are some of the questions that we often get a lot. So I, I completely see where you're coming from. You know, interestingly, since you're an employee engagement platform, really making companies the employer of choice, do you see correlations between OKRs and employee engagement? How, how does that dance play together? Yeah, it's a great question. And I think for us I mean we're of course quite a super highly engaged population as it is but we do ask specific questions about our OKR rollout and people's understanding of them in our pulses and um, that's another benefit of, of using WorkBuzz is that you can add to the questions that you're working on so you can measure that activity and the impact OKRs are having and what we found is that it is typically more line manager driven in terms of keeping the conversations alive around OKR performance and how close people are to achieving them where it's going off piste and, and making sure it's set straight again um, so what we're trying to do is, is ensure that line managers have the right support and guidance to have those conversations and keep them as part of those one-to-one agendas and so I think that's where it's been a cool link but I think ultimately what it helps us measure and and see is how well we are communicating as a business and how well aligned people are and I think OKRs play an instrumental role in keeping that alignment which is a, a critical part of employee engagement itself. Lovely. Thanks, Mel, for sharing that. Yeah, you know, I've seen that a lot as well. So I agree with you that having that transparency and 
really connecting people to the overall mission of the organization so that everybody's rowing in the same direction actually has a big correlation to employee engagement so really well said on that you know going back to your experience in really uh, championing okrs and sponsoring okrs within workbus there may have been times when teams were you know trying to select the right metrics so that the okr rollouts are smooth so so other any examples of you know how your teams benefited by selecting the right metrics and if you could share a few metrics that you you know close to you that would be wonderful as well so i think for us at workbus what we wanted to ensure with with our objectives and key results is that they were all measurable and that we could put a number against all of them or at least a date in terms of completion of an activity or um something that we saw as, as deemed as a key result and some of the right key results for me were around in my team in particular we have a target things like migration and growth um so net revenue retention and also migration of accounts that weren't originally on product um, but have been running as a historic project and by creating an OKR that was clear um in terms of the result breakdown how much we were supposed to hit in a quarter we could really see our progress by closing and i think we had a few contracts that we were seeing and having those key results that then amalgamated into the overall objective really helped see your progress against it when you closed a deal how much you were able to achieve or, or not achieve based on that and i think what it also did for us as a customer success department was enable other other parts of the organization to see the importance of these client accounts and when we were say you know telling engineering that on this certain account that we're trying to migrate that we've got an issue with it they could see that there was a reason and a bigger picture as to why it mattered more than the current revenue or the current spend of the client it was projection forward of where that account could go um and i think that's really helped in sync really about where our priorities lie and, and how to ensure that our customers you know get what they need it's great that you shared this uh, example mel and you know just reflecting on what you said and there are so many shared commitments within an organization and points around which okrs could be created and sometimes picking these key results could be quite tricky so did you face that as well and what was the secret sauce of actually coming out of you know selecting of key results so is there something that you did differently for me i think what's really important is to know where your business is headed yeah and align that at an organizational level and then see how that impacts your department and how does your department contribute to you achieving where you're headed for the next quarter and um, in a saas company agility is everything and i think you'd be daft sometimes to predict that you could lay out all your quarterly okrs the year in advance because that's unfortunately not the way of the world and especially when you're in a scale up things have to pivot quite quickly but i think what it's enabled us to do is is keep an eye for the next 3 months or the next quarter to make sure that we're all aligned to running at that goal and then resetting every quarter to make sure that if it needs you know if we need to Push another way, or if we need to pivot quite quickly, we can do that. Um, so it's almost like running in sprint um, rather than trying to complete a marathon. I like what you said. You know, take it as a sprint rather than you know as a marathon, and you know, really go with it because it's really about being iterative and. agile and keeping your ears to the ground so completely agree with you on that um, mel you know while championing okrs i'm sure you'd have gone through a bunch of emotions as well <laughs> so what were some of those emotions which are playing you know on your mind and what you felt so funnily enough for me personally i love change so i get mostly excited about new things but what i am terrible at is keeping change alive and making sure that things keep beating and um, so what i 
did was make sure that you know my emotions whilst I was excited get the right team around me and I have a fantastic I'd call him the OKR champion David Ball in our team in, in our support team that really drove through the timelines made sure that he kept the executive leadership team honest and on track um which to be honest is everything really you've got to have that right person to keep the drum beating then I think what was you know and other emotions just at first it's challenging but understandable when people have challenges back to rolling out new initiatives it's part of the change curve and you've got to understand that you know some people are more up for change than others so just dealing with that in the right time and sharing the right communications training and support to get them through it but mostly what we had was positivity about people understanding they want to contribute people also stepping forward from each department to be their department's champion and obviously disappointment at times when there are knowledge gaps but I think what we try to do at WorkBuzz is if we fail learn from it quickly and what that's enabled us to do is see where there are gaps in how we educate people on OKRs um, in terms of onboarding and in terms of even certain teams that we should revisit things with in a different way to better enable them so I think ultimately it's you know it's been a really positive experience and, and a learning experience and, and that's also brilliant for all of us Kudos, Mel. In fact, uh, we've seen uh, from a Fitbot standpoint how meticulously the teams have been really driving this quarter on quarter. And you're right, the need for the right champion along with sponsorship is key to the success of an OKR rollout. So very well said on that. You know, in <laughs> fact, um, you know, just from a learning perspective, if you were to go back in time and do something differently, what would you do differently in the context of OKRs? For me, I think it probably probably starting with less rather than and trying to overboil the ocean. I think there was a, a big push for us to get OKRs down to an individual level, perhaps too early. And I think yeah. sometimes just starting at the overall organisation and departmental level is enough because a lot of individuals inherit those key results anyway and I think especially the size of the organization we are and, and how agile we have to be that is enough to keep us on track altogether. I think as well just for us revisiting how you onboard and keep communications alive all times not just with OKRs but with everything across our business as a scale up you have to keep that front of mind all the time. Lovely thanks Mel and uh, yeah you're right you know sometimes it doesn't always go into the individual OKR stage immediately but yeah you know just learning from that experience is a great piece of advice to all so you know this has been such a wonderful conversation and I've learned so much just listening to you on how you've introduced sustained and also scaling OKRs to teams across the organization would you like to wrap it up with a rapid fire round Mel yeah sure, sure. okay not great at rapid fire but I'll do my best <laughs> okay great well we'll try not to make it too rapid Mel your favorite business book so I think for me, the one that transformed and really changed my ideologies was and a typical one here, but Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Covey. Yeah. Um, I'd been made redundant at that point and had a bit of time to myself and it really revolutionized how I thought my career was going to go and made me think a bit broader. So that's always a brilliant experience. Lovely. The quote that inspires you, Mel? Not so much a quote, but I think a, a statement that I absolutely live by and think everyone should. Just three words, which is just do you. Um, you are the only person like yourself in the whole world and that has ever been here. Um, you are completely unique. 
and you shouldn't be measuring yourself against other people. Focus on what matters to you and live your life in a way that makes you happy. Truly inspiring. Truly inspiring. Thank you. Mel, your favorite holiday destination. I know you just got back from one and you're on to your next vacation as well. But <laughs> what's your favorite one? My favorite one is, is the one that I've just come back from, which is heading to Malaysia. Um, my mum is from Malaysia. So I've, I've got a lot of dear memories there, a lot of family connections. So it's, it's always great to be back in a country where you have those roots. And of course, the food in Malaysia is beyond anywhere else. I will, I will argue with anyone about that one. Yeah, amazing food, culture, people, that um, I'd encourage anybody to go and travel around. Absolutely second that. Such a beautiful, beautiful place. Mel, when you're not working, you would rather? Oh, travel, clearly, and um, eat <laughs> as well. Um, I'm a big fan of food and I have a little boy um, who's three years old. So anything I can be doing with him that includes traveling and eating is probably my sweet spot. So that's all great. Absolutely love that. Mel, your advice to leaders who are looking embrace OKRs? I think don't overboil the ocean and start the, the top of the organ, the whole organization first. And um, once you crack that, then everybody will be able to see how these things work and how they all fit and collaborate to ensure that they are take part in your success. Lovely. Thanks, Mel. And that's great advice. And uh, thank you to all the listeners. I'm sure you've been enjoying this conversation. And if you want a great product on employee experience, then Workbus is the place to go. You can look them up on their website or connect with Mel on LinkedIn. Mel, is that okay? Yeah, sure, and, sure. And all the best to you, Mel, and to Workbus as you take it to the next phase of growth. Thank you, Vidya. Lovely to be here and thank you for hosting me. Thank you. <laughs>